Hey guys, welcome to the Up and Down with Daniel. And you Pendo. And today we have a very, very special show, uh, Yupendo. One that I have been looking forward to all week. And when we decided we were going to do it, we have a special guest, our second guest ever. Yes, this um, episode is um, now my favorite because we do have a special guest and the special guest I'm going to let you introduce, but I want you all to know that um, this is now my favorite episode because of him. Yes. Awesome. So this is um, our season two. We just did an episode where we were celebrating our our uh, season one, and we really made a promise to each other that as we come together for season two, we're going to dig even deeper with our promise to introduce uh, you all to the people and characters who come in and out of our lives. And um, in just a second, I'm going to introduce my brother. But I, I just love the fact that we actually are are digging deeper this this season we are going to dig deeper but we're going to still have a lot of fun uh we we would not be the up and down show without a little uh fun and humor and laughter but um definitely we will be touching on um serious topics um things that impact our lives and the people that we love lives so um just stay tuned stay tuned in, in season two absolutely and if there are any topics that you all would like to hear us talk about also please let us know you can send us um you can dm us on yes. instagram um dm her on instagram <laughs> Um, yes. on Facebook, uh, or you can let us know on YouTube, but we want to know what you guys are thinking and the things that you also want to hear from, um, and see if we can weave that into what we're doing. Absolutely. I, I would even challenge you all to come up with a topic of which me and Daniel can actually have a cat fight, a real no. cat fight. No. We enjoy fighting with each other, <laughs> probably a little bit more than loving on it's each other. Kind of, it's kind of insane how much we, the, the real show's off camera, by the way, <laughs> is when we actually hit stop is when you really get to see the real relationship. Oh, yes. But you know what? We, we try to give you as much of our real selves really during the time it's taping, but trust me, give us a topic that you believe that we will fight about and we'll give you a good fight. We'll give you a good fight. So I'm going to turn it back over to you because I don't want to waste any more time with our special guest. And I was going to say one thing we will not fight on is our guest today. And, you know, one of the things we promised was introducing people to um, our, our family. And today I have Family. This is my younger brother, Joshua Gibson. Uh, hey, who, Joshua. Who, ha- who is one of my heroes. He's someone, it's very interesting, but uh, we'll talk about today um, in the last three years is someone who my relationship and bond has really just for me, has intensified. And I just am so proud of you and so proud of what you represent. And um, really, you are about to embark on a huge life journey, your next life step journey. You've been out here for about three and a half years. And so today I wanted you to come on the up and down and just let the world, before you leave Florida, before he leaves us, you pen down. And let me just just say this before we really get into talking with Joshua. Okay, so you better not cry because I know you. He is a bag (laughs) of water okay a bag of water and so please keep your tears on the inside don't let them out (laughs) all right we're gonna do a drinking game and if i cry you gotta cheers right there you go no tears there are no tears nothing but happiness yeah it's true happiness but i'm so glad that you agreed to be part of this show with us um and i know that you're going to share a lot of things that is really hopefully going to educate 
um, anybody who's ever experienced the things that you're going to share with us today. So um, I'm going to be quiet, which is going to be really hard, but I'm going to do this. Okay. So just first and foremost, just welcome. Welcome to the Up and Down Show, Josh. Well, thank you guys for you know, having me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love watching this show. And, and so you're the one family member we have <laughs> that watches the show. I am actually that one family member. No. Um, but you, you two are hilarious. So, I mean, I, it, it brings me joy to, you know, feel like I've done something with myself to be able to sit here and share my oh, story. So and now you. I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, so it, it really does bring me lots of joy. This is something that we've been working on for a few months now. And um, we do have Granny, our grandmother. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Betty Granny. Granny. <laughs> You're she, the premier family member. Yeah, she does watch our show, but it is so special for me to share this little passion project that you Penn and I have created with family. And, um, and when we started this show, we knew we wanted to bring you on because you have a story. You have a story. You've had a, a, a very, very interesting, colorful life that I think can inspire people and, and help people. And I wanted you to be on the show from day one, Yes, from day yes. one. We just wanted to wait for the right time. And now you're, you're leaving, you're actually moving to Florida. So, I mean, you're moving, you're leaving Florida and you're moving back to California. Right. So can, I just want to start with your journey here in Florida, because I don't think you probably ever thought you would live in Florida, but three and a half years, I was looking back at Facebook and seeing the pictures when you first arrived. And that was about three and a half years ago now. Mm-hmm. And if you could just take us back to that time when you came here, what brought you to Florida? And, um, Let's start there. Well, um, of course, I was in prison. Um, I have done an extensive amount of time in in the past. Uh, And when I was approaching, you know, being released, I had received a letter from my brother stating, uh, hey, why don't you just try something different? You know, you've you've had these ups and downs. (laughs) Oh, uh, (laughs) You've had these ups and downs and... um, why don't you try something else with your life? You know, what does that look like? You know, come to Florida. I wasn't considering it, but, you know, after a while and some deliberation and talking to different family members, you know, it, it, it stuck on me and I did decide to come. Yeah. So getting here and just introducing, being introduced to a program was something I never would have thought would have uh, helped me. I would benefit from it. You know, it was just sort of let me get off of this paperwork, which is the parole, the probations and stuff. Can and can, can I stop you there? Sure. I just want to go back just for a second. When you say that you came here and you were introduced to this program, mm-hmm. do you want to share what the name of the program was? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's a wonderful agency by the name of the Lord's Place, Okay. Um, which I you know, it later on became employed. Absolutely. And was um, an employer of mine as well. So we have this family relationship uh, and it's something that's near and dear to me, the Lord's place. But before we get too much into the program, I want to go back to that that first day, though, because I remember I picked you up at the airport and something that we didn't share. You you said, of course, I was in prison, but I, I don't talk about my brother's experience because it's really no one's business, but my brothers and me and um, and my brother has had, as you said, a, a long um, experience with the criminal justice. Right. Uh, I was just talking to you today and you said you were 17 when you first picked up a charge. Correct. And then you were in and out 
Probably how many times? Well, I, I've had, I've did three stints three in prison stints. Okay. and accumulated, accumulatively <laughs> uh, 15 years, you know, so wow. I've spent, you know, over 15, 15 years, years of your adult life behind. of my adult life being incarcerated. And then you moved out here. I was also going back and trying to scratch my head to put it all in perspective. Mm-hmm. You were still in your 30s. You're yes. 42 now, I right? I was correct. So you were still, you're 38, I think, 30, when you got I was 38. Yeah. So from the age of 17 to the age of 38, you basically were in and out of the system. Correct. And I, I just can't imagine. I remember picking you up that day and not knowing because we weren't very close. Right. And just right. thinking, where was your headspace that day when you got off that plane? You're moving to Florida. Where were you? <laughs> oh, shit. What am I getting myself yeah. into? Yeah. Right. Know, I think that's probably one of my first thoughts. So you didn't jump off the plane and say, hooray, here I am to start my new life. It was probably the hardest decision that I ever had to make in my life because I knew I was being released. And it's like, are you serious? You're being released and going to a program where you're going to feel incarcerated again? Um, And I think some of my motivation was, you know, having seven months of parole left. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do this seven months of paperwork and after that, it's like I'm on the first thing smoking out of here. You know? Wow. So you actually came here. You're going to play the game, but you weren't committed to this whole idea of like reestablishing yourself here in Florida. Right. I felt I had made some of the changes while I was incarcerated. Um, my mind was in a different you know, mind frame. I had a different uh, perspective of you know, what it's going to take to keep myself out of prison. So I didn't think I needed a program. Okay. But, you know, I, I needed some stability. I needed uh, housing. I needed to be able to just progress. And, and the Lord's Place provided a lot of that. They provided the housing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but you stayed. And I think that's the piece that I, when I think about mm. your story, because I've worked with guys coming out of jail and prison for a, over a decade now. Sure. And not everybody stays. In fact, you know, because you work in the field now, yeah. a lot of guys don't stay. Why did you stay after that? You hit that seven months, you're off per- parole. Why did you stay? That's a great question. Um, being that I've, I've, you know, I now work in this uh, social work uh, field. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a peer specialist, so I'm able to interact with men and women, men and women exiting prison and jail. I, I look at it and wonder, you know, what is motivating these people? You know. Um, well, what motivated you? Okay. Well, the thing that motivated me was having one, a brother introducing me into a program. Okay. You know, he introduced me into a program, something that he was uh, a ranking a, a member of. He was a COO of uh, this, the Lord's Place. I didn't want to embarrass him. And the reason I bring that up is, you know, a lot of people, they hold on to the thing that they say, you know, you, a person can't change unless they are doing it for themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to want this. And, and that, you know, rings somewhat true. However, if you can find something that will motivate you to like not want to disappoint mm-hmm. or capture, you know, this this feeling, you know, I, I was I was worried about him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I had known I was I was ready to change. I was over it, you know. So so the idea that Daniel was actually there, he's in a leadership role at the Lord's Place, sure. um, that kind of helped 
progress you because you felt that you didn't want to let him down. So that added to not only your belief about mm-hmm. wanting to do the right thing, but right. it kind of kept you moving in that direction. Correct. I, right. I think that's really interesting. And I, I always talk about purpose. I, mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to have a purpose in life. Yes. And it's when we don't have a purpose is when we lose track. Yes. Okay. And because I think we sometimes are, are are trying to find the meaning of life. Why did God put me here? Why was I assigned this body? And I... Because you look so good in it. <laughs> but I think when I hear you say that, it's you... you all of a sudden had a purpose to, and you know, I, I don't take any responsibility, but you had a purpose, whether it was to not embarrass me um, or just to make something of yourself. I, I feel, I think that's so important. Yeah. When, and, and one thing I will say, because <clears throat> people always tell me, um, wow, it's so amazing what you did for your brother. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm. very clear that I didn't do anything. Short of, I did a little polling to get your your case transferred to Florida, right. which was harder than you would think. When we had a housing program that wanted to take this gentleman to get him transferred from, you were in Arizona. That time, yes. Arizona to Florida. We actually, two weeks before you came, it almost got kicked out because mm-hmm. of your parole officer. Correct. He actually didn't like the idea that my brother was coming here. And so he actually canceled it and I had to find out and I had to go over his head. So I did pull some strings Mm -hmm. to get you transferred to Florida. But once you stepped foot here, I didn't do anything. You did everything. And whatever that motivation was, was within you. Um, So I just, I always, I feel important that it's important that I say that. And also I want to say thank you um, because you've changed my life. When you came here, I think in the water. And I think, no, I think you, you changed my life as far as, and you know, we have moments where you had to come in and help me and support me. Yes. And I don't think people understand that that's what brothers do. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I feel that we've never had that relationship. It's always been so many differences and um, yeah, it, it, this was the platform that made me realize that I have a brother who is is doing something with himself and I, I am so proud of and and just it's made our relationship so much better. Well, and so and for me, I, I don't think we, we really didn't have a relationship prior well, to that. No. I mean, I knew your name. I, and you, and I, <laughs> yeah. And I will say this based on what you've shared thus far. Sure. I'm a true believer in the idea that you are where you're supposed to be. You were supposed to transition from Arizona to Florida mm-hmm. for the ultimate purpose to get your life together, but also to connect back with your older brother. I'm a true believer that, you know, this is where you're supposed to be. This is your journey. You're supposed to experience everything that you've experienced for you to be who you are today. Yeah. My God doesn't make any mistakes. Yeah. Amen. God does not make a mistake. And and on that, we are now going to go to break and and we we will be. And I want to just say that when we come back, we're going to have fun. This is, um, this is a a deep conversation, but I also want to talk about memories. What are some of your favorite memories that you formed here in Florida? Actually, before, as you're getting ready to kick off, let's talk about sort of some of the fun things that are some of the more uh, meaningful things that you've encountered here in Florida. I'm curious. So we'll be right back. We'll be back. Right now. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Upenda. How are you today? I'm doing great. But you know what, Upenda? We need sponsors for this show. Absolutely. Especially during this time where you're hearing our voices right now, this could be you. It could be them, but it's not. 
but it could be them. You can sell your product, your business, or your service. Or any dang thing else you'd like to sell. But first, you got to contact us. How can they get in touch with us, They Yupinda? can contact us at theupanddownshow at gmail.com. Is that all one word, you um, Oh Yes, it's one word. Theupanddownshow at gmail.com. So if you have a product, a business, or service, or any damn thing else you want to share with our audience, <laughs> please contact us at where? Theupanddownshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, welcome back to the Up and Down uh, with our very, very special guest, Joshua Gibson. Joshua Gibson. Hey, Hi. hey the Gibson brothers. Right. Yes. Uh, okay. I just want you all that <clears throat> are watching to send in your comments. I'm so bad. Which one looks better? Oh, send it to me. Oh, please. <laughs> it's a very clear. The it's younger, very clear. the younger, oh, more handsome, more virile that brother. My brother. Looks better. I, no, not at all. You are a beautiful man. And actually, it's very interesting. Whenever you meet uh, female and male friends, actually, I have a lot of my gay friends think you're hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this. I am blessed today with this handsome, <laughs> this this just all this handsomeness that's among me right now. Wow. Yeah, and that's and kind of funny. We, we, you, we talk about the gay thing and that mm-hmm. comes yes. up because I want to talk a little bit about that. Because when you came out, I will be honest, one of the things I was fearful of was mm-hmm. how comfortable would you be with my being gay mm-hmm. um are you gay Dingo? i am so gay <laughs> <laughs> a 20 and, and, is a 20, a 20. <laughs> <laughs> but i was honestly because we we never spent a lot of time together and there was no other family to distract us so right. it was you and me and i thought how is he going to be with my gayness because mm. i am gay i'm out and um I, did you have any thoughts around that initially coming out? I mean, we it just wasn't something we had ever talked about. I don't believe I had any thoughts about it. Like, you know, um, uh, I learned what being homophobic is and okay. what it means. And that helped me because I, I don't have any fear of, of you know, homosexuality. Uh, and my brother, you know, just you're successful and you, you, you do great things. And I don't know, it, it just, it, it, I can't say it bothered, it has ever bothered me, but, um, it's just something I, I never wanted to talk about. I cared to talk about, um, you know, uh, you know, it's not like I tell people, Hey, I got a gay brother. You don't, what kind of brother are you? If you don't tell everybody you have a gay brother. And that's a great, that's actually (laughs) really cool because, um, I, my, my stepdaughter, in fact, she was like, yay, I have a gay uncle. And uh, that was, I didn't understand what that meant, but uh, that was pretty cool. So that's Tammy's daughter. That's, Tam- that's Tammy's Tammy. daughter. Aww. Yeah. Aww. That's Tamia. Yes, wow, Tamia, thank you that. very much. Yes, you got a gay uncle. <laughs> you got a gay uncle. Uh, mm. But, and, and I'm, uh, maybe I'm making this up, but mm. I would like to think that you actually grown around the issue in over the last three and a half years. I, I think about some of the interactions because I was looking through Facebook again. Um, I will say waterworks. When you told me you were leaving, I, I had a moment. I, I broke down. I cried. Wow. And I've been mourning this idea that you're leaving. And so I went back recently and I was looking through pictures of things that we've done in the past three and a half years. And 
I had forgotten how many gay things we had done. Do, do you remember? Yes. Okay, I just want you right. gay things. <laughs> I mean, there, there. I think I took you to your first drag show. Right. That. Oh, that was a little too much dick. <laughs> like, what the fire okay. was going on? Yeah. And, and I okay. actually told somebody else that you know about this show, and I was like, yeah. And then when he lifted up his dress, you know, <laughs> dick was on his. Okay. Excuse my French. <laughs> That's all right. That means you're feeling the moment. That's no, I mean, yeah, no, that was actually um, something I said, oh, I don't need any more of that. You that know? was in Key um, West. That was in Key right. West. You but don't then, need any more of that? Where was can that I share, like, You can you know, share anything. Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, I know uh, I was single for a very long time out here in Florida, and I remember my brother saying, if you want to get laid, go to a gay club. Oh, my God. So I said... Do you have your keys ready? You know, I was ready to go. And so, so we went to South Beach so and we went, we went to, to, this, to, uh, to Twist. Uh, okay. We oh my Twist. God. Can I tell you something? What? Anytime I've ever gone to Twist right. with Daniel, I don't know, the the straight <laughs> men that are in there come after me. Okay. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I can imagine because there's a bunch of single women. Correct. In gay clubs. You know why single women go to um, gay clubs? I don't. They it, love to dance. And they also love not to get hit on. They right. love to just be relaxed and not feel like they're a piece of meat, right? Right. right. But then three drinks later, they're like, where's yeah. my meat? No. <laughs> okay. So you went to Twist, and, and what was your experience at Twist? Um, it, that, my goodness. I, I remember just walking through, and there's so many different doors and so many different things going on. And, and you know, gay people are people. You know, I, like if does that make sense? Yeah, like, of course, I, it makes sense. Okay, like it, um, they they didn't don't look or you know well you act different sometimes, but they don't look different than anybody else. Right. And and just going in there and just sort of seeing the different vibe and and you know it's easy to go, twist. I guess it was easy to hit different pods. Different, yeah. they, right. they had different rooms with different types of music. So yeah, you can go in and theme. out. You got your dance room, you got your pop room, you got your Latin room. Right. You got your hip hop room. Got, but yeah. it was it was really chill. I, I mean, just the bar had these single women that yes. you were talking about. And, uh, you know, if you pull up and you say, hey, how are you? And can I buy you a drink? And and it, it, it was just so natural. So I, I really enjoyed most of our experiences all of our experiences <laughs> i think even know. in key west it was an experience that you don't need to repeat mm-hmm. but i just remember right. the look on your face and you know some people will be asking you know maybe you're thinking why are you talking about my gayness with my brother but mm-hmm. i will say that watching you interact with my friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think about your first your birthday that you spent out here and right. we went to Palouse. Toulouse, yeah, we went to uh, out in uh, in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and it was three of my or four of my friends, right. and two of those birthdays and your birthday all at the same time. And yeah. I remember you said when we left, you actually said your friends are really cool. Yeah, they were they're really chill. Like yeah. I, I I can tell you that the, the the gay community they party they party hard, and I've I've had some pretty memorable experiences. Uh, and, and the last one I'll I share, mean, and then we can talk about something else is. Um, 
Hurricane Irma. Do you remember hurricanes? We we spent crap, the, the the hurricane together right, up right. in my apartment in, right. in my condo in, in South Beach. And we got in a lot of trouble because we had some footage of yeah. us out. Maybe we could even show some footage of that. Greg, I'll try to get that to you mm-hmm. um, of us outside reporting on it. But um, after it was done, we had no power. So we went up to Wilton Manors and they yeah. had all the power. OK. And you were like, what the hell? Like, yeah. how does like, all, all these gay people have all the power and the fun? And the, right. like everybody's partying out right. here. And right. I just remember you were so enamored with that and it just touched my heart. And I think sure. it helped me grow closer with you knowing I could be who I was. Sure. So, so in hearing Thank all you. of this, you know, you talk about the good times. So I'm just going <laughs> to kind of help us get back to you sharing the story of reentering into the community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I would uh, make the assumption that, you know, part of coming to Florida definitely was to get back on track your life. The plus was getting to know and love your brother more. Sure. But also, what else have you learned in your journey when you talk about transitioning from the correction system back into community? Mm-hmm. What, what have you learned? Well, um, I, I'll start with, you know, when I was incarcerated, you, you know that you have to realize that when you're doing time, it's not just you doing that time. Oh, preach. Um, I have children that have, you know, invested their lives and their, and their experiences to, to my uh, messed up decisions, you know, the life I chose. And when, when, when you look at them and they still love you Mm. and you were absent from their lives, you're like, you know, you, you, if, if, you have a conscience, you're going to start feeling like a piece of shit. You know, um, my daughter, I, I have one story, you know, and I have a whole bunch, but I have a particular story. You know, I was, uh, I called home and I was speaking to my daughter, Joy. Oh, we love Joy. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I was saying, hey, baby, your 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 birthday's coming up. You know, uh, l- let me know what, what you would like, you know, like, so I can make some phone calls or make a couple of moves and maybe... Uh, you know, send you this present that, you know, you want to, I know Jordans are coming out. Which, which color do you want? And she's like, daddy, I don't, I don't care about those shoes. I just want you. Mm. And the light, the light clicked on. I was like, wow. Like, so thank you for that. Thank you, Joy. You know, and, and, I will say one of the themes um, in the last three and a half years has been your children. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, absolutely. And you, I mean, you have beautiful children. Thank you. You, you do really produce do. amazing I, children. I wish I had, um, you know, the ability to, because we would make babies. <laughs> okay, okay. If I was a little bit taller. A whole lot taller. Let's be clear. You might have to stand on your, t- right. on your toes. <laughs> no, on oh, several toes. Just kidding, baby. No. <laughs> But uh, yeah, your children really were a driving force over this time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if even your children know mm-hmm. how much they've motivated you mm-hmm. to to stay on the right track. I'd say in the last two years in right. particular. Well, that is my, my drive right now. It's just my children. I mean, I feel that I've had the experiences. You know, I, I've, I've dated the strippers. I've, uh, I've had the whatever sums you can think of. And and now I I just want to be a dad. I just want to have Aww. a family. You know, um, all of my children still interact with me. Uh, my son, you know, I was telling him <clears throat> the other day that the mistakes I made with him made me a better father for you know my daughter Joy, and I apologized to him for that. You know, and then I made more mistakes, and 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 
the mistakes I made with joy made me become a better father for my daughter, Justice, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And I think I'm just kind of doing all right. I get a lot of compliments. I feel that I fall short, but people say you're doing a good job. And uh, I'm just going to keep that keep that going, man. Keep that drive because that's that's where that's where my heart is, is, is just being a dad and and knowing that, you know, I want to instill something in them. You know, I won't be here forever. Yeah. And I tell them, you know, I, when when I'm gone, I, I I want you to bump your head and I want you to smoke weed if that's what you feel like you want to do and, and have those experiences that where you're, the heart breaks to this and that only because, you know, when it happens, when you're 30, 35, if I've coddled you and, you know, you, you won't know what just hit you. So let's get that shit out the way now. And I, I, that's and, just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here listening to you talk and, and I'm just so happy for other people to hear you talk and to yes, see sir. how motivating you can be because it's, it is, it's such bullshit when people want to talk about parenting and that parenting is this, is the being a perfect person and representing the ideal. And I think there's no better gift to give to young people than the gift of honesty yeah. and Absolutely. the gift of reality. And I just, um, I, I move moved by I, I just I literally I sit there for the last three and a half years I sit across from you and I just think how did you become so wise how did you become so wise where did this come from and why this this last time out what was what what was the difference yeah and I was gonna you know we're about to go to break but I just want us to kind of ponder this not us but sure. specifically you Joshua be, you know when we go to break is the fact that you said yes to Florida Okay. Again, you've you've now established a better relationship with your 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 brother and now your children. Um, for anybody that's listening and watching us right now, um, and you have family members or you yourself um, have an experience of reentering into community, what would you give them as far as advice when there it is? There is an opportunity with a program, an opportunity that they could get better at their life because I'm sure mm. I'm making this assumption that prior your brother writing you, right. there were other programs that was offered to you right. in your other um, transitions back into community, mm -hmm. you know? So, so, so I really want you to think about that because, you know, Daniel has experience with reentry. I have experience with reentry specifically from funding those type of programs. Right. And these are some of the most difficult they really are programs to support. Both with what the community thinks about individuals in the yes. programs and also getting yes. the individuals motivated. Yes. So I, I think it's a great question. We're gonna we're gonna go to break now sure. and come back and we are going to finish up. I think it's a wonderful yes. place to start. Is what what is your advice to the next generation, the next young men coming out yes. in gotcha. your situation? What is what is your advice to them? Get out of your head, young man. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna Get be right back. Thank you guys for listening to the up and down. We'll be right back. Yes. Hi, this is Yupenda from the Up and Down Show. If you're listening to my voice, guess what? This could be you. Well, not you, but your business, your product, your service. We would love to share with our audience all that you have to offer. So here's your opportunity to sponsor the Up and Down Show. Please contact us at the Up and Down Show, all one word at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.
All right. Welcome back to the up and down with uh, my brother, our very special guest here today, Joshua Mr. Gibson. Joshua. Mr. Yes. Joshua Mr. Gibson. Mr. Joshua. Well, thank you. Absolutely. So I want to jump right back in. Sure. Well, when we last broke, we were talking about inspiration for mm-hmm. the next people coming out. Mm-hmm. If you had the ability to give advice, what would your advice be to mm-hmm. men, women coming out of long term incarceration? I would probably say get out of your head. Um a lot of people, they, they, we think uh, you don't want this. You don't want structure after you've come out of, you know, incarceration. You don't want nobody telling you, uh, you have a curfew at a, a certain time. Um, man, don't knock it till you try it. The doors that open, you know, are, are so rewarding. You know, um, you, you, it, it's, it's another world. I've never thought that, you know, living, the right life is, is where I want it to be, you know, um, because the hustle was always, so it was good. You know, when, Mm -hmm. when you're out there, you can buy what you want sometimes if your hustle is right and, and you can do different things, but, 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 but wait, before you go on, I want to give them, yeah, I don't want to glorify. No, 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 no. no. You're not glorifying it. I just want to, for me, when you said, Get out of your head. Get out of your don't, head. Don't, don't, um, you know, don't worry about the curfew because most people don't mm-hmm. want to deal with the curfew right. that, you know, um, talk a little bit more about that in the context of, you know, something's been offered, but you see it as a barrier because, because, because I, I, I surprisingly, when you said that, yeah, I said in my head, well, I wouldn't want that either. Right. Right. Um, Oh man, it, it it just helps sculpt, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, a great, you know, program individual, you know, um you need a curfew. You know, people need to mm-hmm. like discipline themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're out, you know, that's people say, "Yeah, hey, I'm ready to get out of jail," but that's when, you know, it starts. It starts, you know, that's where the challenge is is when you're when you're out, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And so we do need that those helping hands, the people that are going to come into your life and offer, you know, their, their wisdom and their tools and, and all of these things to, uh, I'm, I'm going to be able to, I'm going to jump in. Sure. I, I, I'm going to go back to the comment that I made about, um, about purpose and pride. I think people want again to be in control of their own lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when mm-hmm. I hear what you say, it's about people not wanting to be told what to do right. because I want to be able to, be successful. I I can do this. I can do this. Damn it. I don't need you telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Yeah. And that's the part when you said, get out of your head that I thought of mm-hmm. is like, sometimes there's so much ego attached to what you want to do on your own that you don't humble yourself to realize I can use help right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, one of the cool things I've seen in you mm-hmm. is you, you talk differently. You dress differently. You behave differently. We interact differently. I think your relationships, even with friends and family, have changed yeah. because yeah. you've changed as a person. Yeah. You've softened. Yeah. And that's when I heard "get out of your head." It was humble yourself. Humble yourself. Yeah. And humble, I think it's come a little, with humility. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a little bit mm-hmm. of both for that. But the fact that you were willing to humble yourself mm-hmm. and accept help. Right. You know, and that I love the fact that you're saying like you get out now you're free. Yeah, that's where the cha- that's where the challenge begins. Yeah. I still reward. I mean, I have this. Uh, you know, my my first time I w- I was pulled over. You know, um, great experience. So I'm driving and I get pulled. Officer gets behind me and he hits his lights. I immediately ten o'clock, two o'clock. 
you know, Black Lives Matter, I don't shoot. Um, you know, and and let him walk to my vehicle. And when he walks to the vehicle, I just sort of look and I just start laughing. And and he's like, What what's so funny, sir? And I said, uh, I've never been pulled over, you know, and been legit so <laughs> this feels wow. fucking good and he oh was like God. well okay wow. we'll see we'll see about that sir license registration and for me to be able to reach over grab you know the glove box and get the registration and can i go in my wallet sir please wow. you know uh, uh, and he was like go ahead and i you know give him my id and he goes back to the car and he comes back and he says uh mr gibson you don't have any points on your license uh I'm going to let you go. Put your seatbelt on. And wow. it just, it was such a reward, wow. you know, being able to experience that. Cause I knew outside of him just being a complete butthole uh, <laughs> that I was all right. Everything, all systems oh, that, were a check. You that know, is a cool. wonderful story because it's, it's things like that, that I think we take for granted. Yeah. I, I, we have a great story. We were driving in oh, uh, Miami <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't even realize right? we were driving and we were down in Overtown right? and I made a wrong turn. And so I made this crazy loop. I was on parole. <laughs> I made a crazy <laughs> little loop turn and he got all tense. And once we got out of the second, I said, what's up with you? And he says, man, you driving like you white. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. you are half white. And then he realized. <laughs> well, no, you went down a one way street. Which was the wrong way. And there was and an I officer sitting on the corner and I was like, you got balls, man. Like, that's ridiculous. And so I remember that was I cool. wasn't, I was so not even, and I just was like, oh, shoot, wrong way. So I turned and I just, I, I had nothing to hide. I, I wasn't breaking the law. Mm -hmm. I was right. just made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And I remember your reaction yeah. and I learned so much from your reaction of what I've taken for granted mm -hmm. um, and living the life that I live. Uh, I, I will never forget that moment. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and sure. talk about, you're talking about all these um, amazing responsibilities that you have and privileges that you have because of the changes you've made in life. Um, it's a very important election year today oh, wow. uh, and this year. Yes. And what you say, and I get to vote and you yeah. get the vote. Yeah. Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Will this be the first time? This will absolutely be the first time. So when that proposition was approved, it, 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 I am serious. Uh, how do you feel about that? I, 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 I mean, I, I want to pull that? out my voter's registration card because it, it, it that's like a, a badge of honor, you know, for me being able to register and, and, and vote. It's very important. When I did the census, you know, I, I felt Look like a, I felt like a big boy. I felt like, you know, I'm doing something for, you know, the community that I live in. And you just the, the responsibility. It's it's a great feeling, man. Like we should get away from just trying to be knuckleheads and thinking that we have to be cool and jit and jive because that's not what it's about. You know, you don't have to be a, a, a butthole or walk around with a frown on your face to, to get respect. Mm -hmm. You know, you, 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 you can humble yourself and, and be polite and say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And, and, and still be respected as one, a man and, and, you know, being strong and able and, and then people open different doors to you, mm -hmm. you know, they just allow That's you. That's what people don't, they think that you're being a punk by yeah. not being true to yourself. Right. But as you play the game, right? And, right. and, and I'm not saying not being true to who you are, mm -hmm. but as you just humble yourself and you learn to interact with others in mm -hmm. a respectful way, doors open. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, I, I have this time where I, I went into a store and this, you know, this guy was walking past me and he, and he kind of bumped my shoulder. 
And, you know, I turned around and said, excuse me to him. And he looked at me like, hmm. But just, <laughs> I was like, I apologize, you know, and, and I said it again. But the, the the feeling that I had internally, like knowing that, like, you don't even have a clue that I could have been just as shitty, you know, about that situation right. exactly. as, as he was. You know, he, I feel like he bumped into me, but you know, uh, apologizing and moving on. It's just so much. It's so much. Reward. But you're in a different space. You're in a different you, you, time you zone. You have responsibilities now. And you, when you are definitely, family, yeah. yeah, when you are I in a different a space, those interactions, maybe 15, 20 years ago, they might, that might've been some beef you would have had. Oh, to, absolutely. To, to, absolutely. You know, and it's amazing when you, when you get to a point in your life where you can literally just like <clears throat> let things go. Because it's not that serious. Let you bumped into me. I'm sorry. You bumped into me. My bad. I'm sorry. You can you literally ruin your day, ruin your week, yes. ruin your year by a, a bad in interaction. Exactly. Yeah. Just, so we're coming to the end and yeah. I have to laugh because Joshua says, do you think that I'll have enough to talk about in 45 minutes? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's probably more that you would like to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot more I that I that would yeah. like to talk yeah. about. We're just going to have to bring you back from California. Surface, yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. you back from California or even do a virtual another part too. Because okay. I think there's so much that people can learn from you, yeah. but I want to just celebrate you because this is really about a celebration, sending you off to California. Where are you going? What's next for you? Um, I'm going back to California, uh, Los I'm Angeles. Going back to Cali. Okay. To Cali. 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 Don, don. I'm going back to Cali. <laughs> I know so. <laughs> I, I know so. Um, what's I, up? What's I, next I, I have I have the opportunity of uh, you know I uh, moving in with the love of my life. Oh, look at uh, me! You can't, <laughs> you can't get a love on a corner. Right. My brother's been um, out of prison for just three years, and he's found the love of his life. I've, I've what is wrong with me? Well, <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what happened, and and I didn't find the love of my life just three years ago. You know, I've known this lady for a long time, and we worked on a friendship before we even thought about, you know jumping that taking the next step and, and jumping into the relationship part of it and uh you know i i i, I now know that's where i want to be oh my god um, you just you just melted my heart mm. because i'm i i can't wait to someone say that about me oh and yeah. i remember you you went home and you were with tammy recently yeah. and we had a conversation i'm gonna right. share I hope it's okay that i share this one interaction everything which was um i said i just want you to know from me i think not only is it time mm -hmm. but it's the right decision mm -hmm. but i said but i have one question for you do you love her i said absolutely and i said then move yep. and i i'm so happy so you've you've fallen in love because you you've fallen in love with your best friend right and you're going back and what are you guys going to be doing in california you, are you blending families because <laughs> you have well, your kids she has her family well yeah um my, my children have actually already moved in my Yay. daughter joy she's already there set up everybody's just like you know where are you but yes we're merging our families uh and it's like the brady bunch it's just <laughs> like the brady bunch actually i would right. watch that yeah. sitcom yeah. i would watch that sitcom oh yeah and, 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 and yeah it's 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 a real life situation you know i have girls um she has young men in the house and and it, it's truly the it, brady, it really is the brady she, bunch. Yeah. you know can help me with my girls and and you know teach them the things that i can't and their mothers are doing great jobs so you know hats off to moms the their original mothers uh but these young men that i'm coming and they've just taken on to me i mean from day one 
you know, it was dad, dad. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's like, wonderful. OK, no, Josh. And, and nothing is forced on him. So I really want to uh, tackle that. I told my son, you know, when I spoke to him the other day, I say, you have little brothers. And he was like, whoa, wait, what do you mean? I, I, he was like, when did this happen? You know, and I, you know, explained to him the situation. And after a while, he just said, OK, OK, we're gonna, we'll see. And, you know, what's cool for me yeah. is I if. Five years ago, mm-hmm. you telling this story of what the next step is for you, I would have been terrified. Right. But I now know that you will be the best male role model for Aww. all of those kids. And Aww, it just thanks. it gives me such happiness to know that you found that piece. I look and, forward to it. And I will reiterate how much of a rock you've been for me in the last three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little scared that you're not going to be just a phone call away um, because you've been such a support to me. And I want to oh, tell plain, you. Plain fare is quite affordable. <laughs> these quite days. affordable. And yeah. I will tell you one of the, my biggest things, and um, we're going to transition um, to our ups now, okay. is yeah. one of my biggest joys is um, Joshua worked at the Lord's Place where mm-hmm. I used to work. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest joys is when I go back to the Lord's Place now, um, people go, Oh, oh, you're Daniel. You're Joshua's brother, ah. which warms my heart because I know you dealt with that in the first year or so. Right, oh, you're right. Daniel's you're, you're brother. Daniel's brother. So now I was always I'm Joshua's Daniel's brother, brother and I love that. And really my up, um, mm. I, I couldn't do this show without having um, my up be the Lord's Place. The okay. Lord's Place is a program that changed my life, gave me leadership, and it gave me a, a public national platform to talk about the things that are important to me. You all now understand why. Uh, social justice issues and specifically the criminal justice yeah. issues in our war, our country are so important to me because it has always had a face to me, mm-hmm. your face. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's Place is a remarkable organization. You can go to um, www.thelordsplace.org. We'll put the link on our site. And awesome. they're just an awesome organization. And I thank them for what they've been giving to you and for what you've given them. Right. And so, I, I absolutely uh that that's the part of the part of me that I feel like I'm leaving behind. Um, but once part of the Lord's Place family, always part of the Lord's yes, Place family. Absolutely, right. absolutely. So you always have a place there. So absolutely. God bless them. And how about you? What's your up? So today? my up is real quick. Anybody that knows me knows that I love flowers. I absolutely love flowers. I try to have <laughs> flowers in my house every week. Um, if I was rich, it, they would be in every room. So trust me. But I just want to give a shout out to the Palm Beach Flower Shop, which is located at 7620 South Dixie Highway. Um South of Forest Hill, you can't miss it. They have the best deals when it comes to fresh flowers. Um, and I tell you, I'm so in love with that place that they're, they they probably, I probably should get, uh, you know, work for them or something. Absolutely. Um, I think that you maybe should get some commission for bringing people I, there. Exactly. Yeah. But I just want to give a shout out to them. And if you ever meet me in person and you want to give me something, flowers are always welcome. What's your favorite flowers from them? Um, probably tulips. I do like when their tulips are in, in season. Yes. Well, we're going to have fresh tulips then from, what's the name of the place again? The Palm Beach Flower Store. The Palm Beach Flower Store. I'm on my way. (laughs) (laughs) Joshua, I want to thank you for coming today and for giving us a piece of your heart and your story. Um, I always say that it's not our job to tell people's stories. It's um, our jobs to allow people to tell their stories. Mm. And so thank you for telling your story. And we will have you back because I think... You have so much more to t- teach people. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing yourself thank with you us. Thank you guys for having me. Right. Thank you it, all it's for It's an listening. honor. Yes. Thank it's you for another honor. great show. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.